Welcome in one. Welcome in all. We are glad to have you. The Bill Michael Show on the air. Good stuff today. A lot of good stuff today. Excited. Well, uh, the snowmageddon is over and uh, the sun is now out. So we're all good with that. And uh, the minions have come out this morning, which I find rather interesting and funny. Uh, we got Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette, going to be joining us today. Ian Rappaport talking about Aaron Rodgers. You got a weekend of NASCAR upcoming as the uh, the actual Super Bowl, if you will, for those that turn left, is about ready to get underway. So that's going on. NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, we got more Brewers uh, chatter from yesterday. So all that kind of good stuff. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the program, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. If you want to give us a shout, you can hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, if you want to give us a shout there at Ben Z. Kenny at Ben Z. Kenny over on Twitter as well, producing the program. Uh, the Bill Michaels show over on Facebook and also on Instagram. You can follow us there and uh, find us on YouTube under Bill Michaels show. Same thing on Twitch TV. Email the program. The Bill Michaels at gmail.com. You can just simply go to Bill Mike, the Bill Mike, the Bill Michaels.com as well and follow us on the website. Podcasts are on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can find us even over on um, Spotify if you choose to go there. Uh, if you listen to us in the Milwaukee area on the Big 920, you can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on TuneIn. You can find us anywhere. I mean, we're, we're all over the joint. Ben, how you doing today? Good, I guess. You guess? Yeah, I don't know. It's Friday. Tigers had two birdie putts within five feet today. He's missed both of them. So I'm doing okay. He was. He started out five shots off the lead, though. That's not bad for Tigers first round, right? No, he had a good day yesterday. It was yeah. It was honestly awesome to see him come in and birdie a bunch of holes. But we'll see. The day could improve. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's not a bad. I mean, for Tigers first round back after a while. I mean. You take it, uh, you know, kudos to Tiger for just even being there, so to speak. But, uh, you know, to, to see him uh, tee off today with Rory and company, not a bad way to go. At the Genesis Invitational, they got round two coverage today, and then obviously it's going to be uh, over the uh, over the weekend as well. But a, a good sports week. You got a potpourri of sports this weekend, I guess is the best way to put it. And uh, when you... When you look at everything going on, you've got uh, the Genesis Invitational. You've got all the NASCAR stuff. You've got college basketball uh, getting underway. I was watching a lot of the coverage of the MLB Network as they go around all the different training camp sites, uh, spring training sites. So it's, you know, there's enough there to keep you busy uh, until we maybe get into Combine or something else for that matter or the, the boys of summer actually get here at the end of March, beginning of April. So there, there's a lot of good stuff going on. I'm, I'm excited about stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it all. And, Bill, I will um, say yeah. I, I woke up quite thrilled because the most important Aaron is coming back to the Packers. Aaron Jones signs a deal. So that was nice to see. I was enjoying that as well. I agree with you. Um, the uh, the Aaron Jones stuff, it's interesting. I was, uh, I was kind of perusing, and you sent it to me too um, uh, today when Ken Ingles put it up there on the, uh, the Packers cap stuff. After getting the $5 million pay cut in the contract restructure, Aaron Jones' new salary cap number should come in at just under $8.2 million. And if they choose to add another void year, it's a potential uh, $11.8 million in cap savings for this upcoming year. So they were sitting at about $17.5 million over 
And in one fell swoop, they took care of a good chunk of that. So it's um, now it was, was good, good news. And the fact that he's staying, you know, because there was some thought that maybe they just cut him loose and just save the money. But the fact that they look, which I thought was ridiculous, because you have to look at Aaron Jones. And you have to say, OK, who are the best weapons on the Packers offense? Well, Christian Watson started to emerge, but there's still no consistency there, right? So you have to say, you'd have to say that it's Aaron Jones still. Then maybe Christian Watson, or maybe, you know, if you can get Tanyan back and healthy, but but you, you haven't had that consistency. Remember at the end of the season, and I talked about not having a, a legit downfield threat and the, and the beating I took on Twitter because I said that? I you do. remember that, Ben? Yes. Uh, which, again, it's funny because I was watching the uh, the NFL Network yesterday and they said the exact same thing, that Packers still don't have an established downfield threat. They said, yes, Christian Watson is fast. Yes, he, he can get downfield. But the word threat has to be in there. He wasn't a consistent pass catcher downfield. It was hit or miss. And when they started putting up the percentages of Aaron Rodgers' throws to him, and, I mean, it was under 30%. So that's not a consistent threat. That's not a consistent downfield threat. I think he's going to emerge into one if he takes that leap this year. But last year it wasn't. The only legitimate threat they had that was as far as busting open big plays on a big play basis was Aaron Jones. And they were showing all those numbers today after Aaron Jones, you know, the contract comes down. And I just I, I thought it was rather interesting. When you look at Aaron Jones and the amount of explosive plays that he had, uh, he had a pretty solid season and has earned. I mean, he's he's your threat. He's your he's your guy that can break a play. So uh, that's why I was kind of like, I don't think they're going to get rid of Aaron Jones. I just don't think that's going to happen. And he has dedicated himself to really. Uh, I, I tell you what, after his first, after his rookie year, and even his second year for that matter, he went away in an off season and really worked on on his body, on building up his core strength and being able to sustain and take hits for his size. And uh, he's done a fantastic job at that. You know, just in talking to him and, and being able to uh, um, being able to talk uh, to him about, you know, what he did to go away and, and work his body into shape, you give him a lot of credit for being the stature that he is and yet still being able to take hits. So good for him. Uh, so if you didn't know, uh, Aaron Jones and the Packers reached an agreement to pay him $11 million for 2023, including an $8.25 million signing bonus, according to uh, Drew Rosenhaus, which is his agent. Uh, that is less than the $16 million he was slated to earn, which would have been the highest uh, salary cap of any running back in 2023 by far. And the new agreement, he's going to have two years remaining on his contract. And even with the pay cut uh, by next year, Jones will have made $31 million since 2021. And that's the second highest pay among running backs in that time behind only San Francisco's Christian McCaffrey. And McCaffrey, remember, was injured for a good period of time. And uh, go back to last year, Jones had a career-high 1,121 yards, a couple of rushing touchdowns, five receiving touchdowns, and last season marked his third season with 1,000 yards rushing for his career. And he was splitting a lot of time with A.J. Dillon as well. So he's got 5,284 yards rushing and 43 touchdowns on the ground. He also has 395 receiving yards with 17 touchdowns through the air. That's a whopping 60 touchdowns. So he's he is your threat. He is your threat, without a doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670 if you want to hit us up. 
uh, go ahead and do it. Again, 877-867-1670. Um, the, uh, this, is, uh, this is from Packer Dave, who says, uh, I think Aaron Jones signing is fantastic. Uh, this guy has been one of the better running backs in the league and doesn't get nearly enough credit, uh, which I completely agree. Uh, he also says that uh, I don't know why they force A.J. Dillon in so much. Dillon didn't seem to have the same burst last year, which is true. He didn't. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I, he, he didn't. I, I, don't, I don't think he did. I don't think he did, but uh, maybe the numbers will prove differently. But he just didn't look to have – now, there were times where A.J. Dillon had – the power. I mean, he he looked churning out good. I mean, there were times, but it was. I think it was hit or miss. Like two years ago, he was just a, a very downhill dominant runner, so to speak. Um, so I, I I just think last year was different than what it is this year. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, this one is from uh, Sahib who says, I love the signing. Now they just need to work on the quarterback situation. When do you think Rodgers makes his decision? We talked about that all week. I, I've said from the very beginning, circle the 28th. Circle the 28th. We're going to find out probably next Tuesday. Actually, you know, and, and it, yesterday apparently was the day, uh, or at least this weekend is the weekend. Right, Ben? Did we have, did we find out exactly what day Rodgers is going into the, the darkness, so to speak? I don't think so. I think we heard sometime later this week slash this weekend. So to not anger him, we will not speculate on a specific right. day or okay. else he will come back and say, we don't know blank. I, yeah, I, I thought somebody said Thursday, meaning yesterday he would have went into this because it kind of figured out to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the emergence. And then what I kind of looked at was, he would come out on Sunday, there'd be some kind of a phone call or a decision or something being made, uh, either to the Packers Sunday night or on Monday, and then his next appearance on Pat McAfee is when he would discuss it. So, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I could have swore that there was something in that, um, that there was something there. I, I don't know. But uh, maybe I misheard it. But I, I still think by next Tuesday we're going to know. Uh, Pac fan says he actually goes in tomorrow. Um, okay. He said on Pat's show, I guess he said it wasn't Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You know what's funny is, why not just say what damn going in? You know, I, I just don't get it. But okay, whatever. We went through this already. It's not Friday, but it could be Monday. But it probably could won't be, be Monday because then he won't be on the show. But if you assume it's Sunday, then you're wrong because he never said it was Sunday. Right. And then here we are again. Right. Yeah. Know, this then we're right back right back where we started. Yeah. I get it. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to hit us up, do it. Uh also Ian Rappaport uh went on to say uh that Aaron Rodgers has to react to everything the media says. Do we have sound of this, or is this just a, a quote coming out of the... No, they just wrote okay. an article on his appearance. So, uh, at some point in his career, probably two or three years ago, but real, real late in his career, he went from being like, yeah, I don't care what the media says, 
to I'm going to respond to everything. Uh, he didn't respond or he didn't hold back earlier this week, uh, you know, kind of refuting the reporting by insiders and such. And uh, Rappaport appeared on the Tiki and Tierney on, on the fan yesterday, stood behind what he reported about Rogers and his darkness retreat. He said, uh, I would say one of the things with doing with what I do, and it's the same thing for everyone that is pretty public, is you report information and you do the best you can with making sure that it is accurate, timely, you want it to be right, and you want it to be first to all of that other stuff, Rappaport said. And whatever happens with the information, I sort of never mind. And I've never minded kind of being in the crosshairs of anybody, especially it's just because I'm doing my job. I put the, the info out there. Rogers can react however he wants to react. I don't take offense to it, Rappaport said. If I see him, I would not be angry. Like to me, it's all a part of it. Uh, he's very attentive and very interested in what the media says about him. And at some point in his career, probably two or three years ago, uh, really in his career, he went from being like, yeah, I don't care what the media says to I'm going to respond. And once he de- decided to respond, he responds to everything. Once you start going at the media or basically counterpointing them, you really can't stop yourself. So if you're going to do it uh, on one thing, you've got to do it on everything. And that's where he finds himself is sort of like one of the athlete world foremost media critics now, whether it's sports or certainly politics or health related, vaccination related. I don't know that he can handle all of that, but I do know he reacts to everything. And that is the way he is now chosen to be. That is Ian Rappaport on the Tiki and Tierney show talking about Aaron Rodgers. And remember when uh, a while ago, and he's right, remember when Aaron Rodgers said that everything outside of the walls of 1265 was white noise? He called it white noise. He said, you're nothing but white noise. And now he goes after everything. He critiques everything. So... And it's it, so when people say, oh, my God, you're ripping them. It's like, no, we're not ripping them. I, you know, he he's going after everybody. I try to pay attention to what he does on the field, what affects the team, how it affects the team, that stuff. Some of the stuff that he kind of interweaves with team decisions and his decision and career decisions and things on the field. Look, if he wants to go date somebody, go date somebody. I don't care. You know, we've talked about that before, but it's like I, it, the personal life doesn't really affect it until it affects it on the field. And the the going into the darkness and all the other things, the ayahuasca and the training and all that stuff, that affects stuff on the field, which is the reason it's, it's kind of there to talk about. Uh, but I agree. I mean, most people, and I've said it before, go ahead and do what you got to do. Absolutely. Whatever it takes to get yourself right, get yourself right. But once you're right, then you got to come back and have it have it ready to go. You know, you gotta, you gotta be all over it. Um, eight, seven, seven, eight, six, seven, 1670. If you want to find us, go ahead and do it. Uh, let's do this. I know, uh, we got off to a, a fast start today. There's a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, Ben, I would assume you got the golf channel on in the uh, studio. It's on in the background. Okay. Yes. Just checking. Just checking. Okay. I'm just, they're still playing the replay of the first round though. I was going to say coverage until three o'clock, which is a joke, which which Tiger teed off at what, like uh, 10 this morning, nine thirty. Yep. Nine thirty this morning. Yeah, it's on ESPN plus. Okay, which I do happen to own. You do have. Okay. well, there you go. All right, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. Big news today out of uh, Green Bay was that Aaron uh, Jones, one of the Aarons, is back and locked up and ready to go. Now we wait and see what the, the other one's going to decide before it's all said and done. Joining us now on the hotline, our buddy Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette is here. Pete, how you doing? Good, Bill. How are you today? I'm good. Uh, I'm like, the, you know, everybody else. We're just kind of, you know, thinking about, you know, Aaron Jones and, you know, he's back in the fold and he's ready to go. Now we just kind of wait and see what uh, Aaron Rodgers is is going to do or what he's going to decide and, and such. So, you know, I know, uh, you know, after coming back from Super Bowl, Pete, all the logic says you trade Rodgers, you move on, you take the salary cap hit for one year. And then after that, at least you got some money to start to, you know, kind of retool your thing. Uh, retool your team around Jordan Love if indeed you believe he's the real deal. Uh, but everybody said that if you're Rodgers, you do what's best for you and you do what's best for your career and the, who can run it back and whether or not you can win a Super Bowl and where you're comfortable and blah, blah, blah. So there was, it was kind of split as to whether or not uh, players, former players, would go back to the Packers or go on to another team. So give me your thoughts as to where all of this stands right now. Well, like it's, it's uh, as far as like Aaron Jones, for instance, um, I guess the question with him was going to be, you know, did he? You knew the Packers were going to; they had to do something with his contract because the, the cap number way too high. And if they did a, a max restructure, they put all those void years on, I think it would have saved them like ten million dollars on the cap. Uh, but what I wondered was whether they'd do that or whether they'd also ask him to take a pay cut because he was going to make $16 million in cash this year. Would he take a pay cut to go with that? And the thing he'd have to calculate is if they want to reduce him to $11 million this year, could he do better on the open market? And he obviously decided that he couldn't. Uh, so even before, you know, the the new league year starts, he just said, I'll, I'll do the deal with you. So that was what I was wondering there. And that saves him another uh, you know, added, you know, a million dollars or so on, on the salary cap uh, beyond what they would have done, gotten with, you know, with the big Max Void restructure. Uh, but, you know, most of these guys, I mean, all these guys are going to make their, their business, but, you know, too, I mean, so they have to make their decisions on what's best for, um, you know, financially is going to be the biggest thing for them. And, and Jones obviously felt like he wasn't going to do better on open market. So, so he's staying in the Rogers stuff. Yeah. We're all waiting on that. And, I don't know what, how it's been for you, but for me, the more that I've looked at it, the more I've thought about it, the more I'm I'm thinking, man, they they just it's time to move on. They've got to they've got to start over. It's going to happen inevitably, and unless they think they have a great shot at winning the Super Bowl this year, that they need to they need to move on. Um, I'm not sure if you agree with that or not, but that's the more I think about it, the more that's the conclusion I come to. I, you know, I think that I agree with you that unless they feel they have a shot. So with the NFC being what it is, we know the Eagles are good. We know Dallas is going to be good. We know Detroit's an up and comer. 
But it, let's say you're able to figure it out to where you base because I went through the things, you know, people talked about whether or not the Packers were even a good football team because they didn't even make the postseason. And I thought, well, the offensive line was a shuffle through two thirds of the season. The, uh, the, the wide receivers were a shuffle through two thirds of the season. Rodgers had a broken thumb. You lost Rashawn Gary. Devondre Campbell was down for an extended period of time. So were, uh, you know, Randall Cobb, Christian Watson. And stuff. So I thought, you know, if you run this back with guys that are now going into their second year, you bring the quarterback back. Your offensive line's pretty much intact. If you get kind of a a little bit lucky with a healthy season and pick up a wide receiver along the way, you know, and then have a pretty good draft, you could actually go from just missing the playoffs to being a very viable player in the postseason, could you not? <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, I think the team that they were the second half of the season is more of the one that they're going to be that, you know, if you're going to guess, you, you guess that that's what they'll be in 2023. What were they, um, what was it? I what were they six and four over the last 10 or five and three over the last eight. Maybe that's what it was yeah. somewhere in there. Um, you know, which is when they actually had Watson who made a huge difference when they actually started using Nixon on as a return guy, which made a huge difference. And if their two first round picks from next year make a nice jump, um, you know, that could improve them a fair amount. Like you said, you hit on two draft picks for guys who not just play, but are actually pretty solid, good players. Um, that would help, that would help them a lot. And you sign a bargain free agent or two who turn out that, you know, they don't have to be Devondre Campbell, but, you know, something more of that ilk than, than for instance, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the receiver they signed last year, you know, all those things, you add them together, they definitely could be a contender. That's a lot of, and you'll help, like you said, that's a lot of things that have to go right though. And I'm just not sure. I don't, I wouldn't bet on that if I were them and I'd go with, uh, you know, move on, get started, find out whether love can do it. You know, it's around the corner either way. So, do it now while you can still get something from Rod, for Rodgers. Um, but sure, it's, it's possible. And even if everything doesn't work out great, you know, I think they still would have a shot at making the playoffs. And once you get in, you never know what happens. But I just, uh, you know, we've just been we've seen this thing unfold for several years now, and I just, Rodgers is getting older. Every year he's a year older. I just, uh, you know, he's less able to carry the team like he used to. So I would still move on, but I could definitely see them – convincing themselves that they while you have a shot you should take it and they they have a shot so do it um i just i wouldn't do that if i were them yeah it's i how much of this do you think it depends on what rogers wants to do that's the question i'm wondering about are they even leaking you know over the weekend last week that they're okay either way do they really feel that way or they just want it to make it feel like it's his decision. They can give him signals they don't want him by not bringing back any of those guys that, all those veterans that he was talking about. Um, so they could just, you know, let all those guys walk and that would send a signal and tell them that that's what they're going to do. And that would be a signal to him. So I, I'm really would love to know deep down what their real, you know, druthers are. What do they, do they really want him back or would they rather that, he, that they they want to trade him and they just want it to be more his idea than theirs because they they probably need his cooperation to do a deal because um, he can you know no team's going to want to trade for him if he doesn't want to go to him they might want to renegotiate the contract all that stuff. 
Well, let me ask you this. I, I want to go back to what was said uh, the last few days, and that is, uh, and I heard it even at Super Bowl, where the Packers definitely want to move on. Well, I have not heard that come anywhere. I mean, I read your stuff. You haven't quoted anybody in the Packers organization as saying that. I, I think it's just like opinions that get put out there that people hear and then they say, okay, that's what I heard. And then before you know it, it's all of a sudden word from the Packers is they definitely want to move on. Has anybody attributed any sources out of the Packers or any sources from Aaron Rodgers camp to say that this is definitely the course of action for the Green Bay Packers? No, and uh, even anonymously, I haven't seen that. So like you said, it's been all, you know, just speculation, people reading between the lines, all that. And look, there's evidence out there, you know, with the public comments and and, uh, anonymous reports. You can find, you know, you can read into these things, whatever you want to. Um, So I can see why people would think maybe they think a lot of these signals are that the Packers want to move on and maybe – the Packers very well do, but no, I haven't seen, I mean, I still go back and forth on what they're going to do early in the off season. I thought they should trade them, but I'm guessing they won't. Now I'm kind of feeling the more I've looked at it. I just like, man, I, I think they probably will, but if they, if he wants back and they bring him back, it's not like I'll be just, you know, floored by it. Yeah, I don't think I, – I, I said all along, I think 60% of me says he's coming back and 30% of me says, no, he's going to go somewhere else. And the 10% of me's always said uh, maybe he'll just walk away. It, it, you know, I know that James Jones said he would go down and tell him you've got to retire a Packer. And others have said, no, you got to move on. You talked about the lo- the logistical side of things, logically speaking, that – you know, in your in your column that said, you know, the Packers should move on. They're they're a team that's not heading in the right direction. How far away do you think they are from being a really good football team again? You know, the thing about the NFL is, you can it can look like you're miles away, and you're really no team is that far away. For one thing, every team is just you know a great quarterback away from being really good, right? I mean, you somehow get your hands on one and everything changes. And they have talent, you know, they've got good young talent and uh, they got some things going for them. If Love is a good player, you know, they could this year and really good the year after. You know, remember they only went 6-10 and ten Rogers first year, but they saw enough where halfway through that season they extended his contract and said, you know, you're the guy. Um, so you're never, and then they make the playoffs the next year and they go 10-6 and six and, uh, or it was 11 and five, maybe even, and uh, you're never that far away. You're just one great draft away. So I don't think they're all, you know, they're that far away, but I think the, maybe the big thing is they're trending in the wrong direction. And if Rogers were 33, well, that's a totally different story, but you know, he's, he, he's not going to get better from year to year, from here on out. I mean, if he stays the same, that's a, that's a big victory for him. Do you think, now I've said this, that I believe the last time we doubted Aaron Rodgers, he ended up coming back with back-to-back MVP seasons. He's he's lived on the I'm going to prove you wrong motif, okay? What do you think we're looking at this year in Aaron Rodgers? Do you see that again where Aaron's going to come out and say, I'm going to show everybody I, you know, I'm not washed up, I'm not old, I, you know, I can back up what I said in McAfee, that I can still win an MVP, all of that? Or do you think that, no, what you saw last year was, the skills are, are diminishing. Yeah, that's. Uh, I thought he might have the chip, the uh, even bigger chip on his shoulder this year, after they got bumped last year from the playoffs. Um, 
so early in the divisional round, you know, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. Now I'm sure some of the performance this year was injury related. And of course it was going to be a struggle with the new receiving core, at least for half a season. So, you know, I, he's, he's probably, he's a better player than he showed last season, but I still think the father time undefeated and all that, the diminishment is starting to show a little more. His arm is still great, but it's not as great as it was. And the big thing is what always set him apart was his ability to play, breaking the pocket and putting the ball on the money on the move. And he just can't do that. He can still do it some, and he still has his moments where, you know, it's spectacular, but he can't do it that like he used to. And it doesn't look like he's adjusted the way he plays all that much because of that. I mean, he is who he is. And so I just wonder if the, you know, the, the real decline is starting to set it. He'll still be one of the better quarterbacks in the league next season. But for instance, if I'm him, I think he'd have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl with the Jets than with the Packers. Did you notice, because I, I, what I said about, I, that I noticed about Aaron Rodgers is pretty much what scouts have said as well. Did you notice he just looked slow this year? Yeah. I thought he showed up just a little bit a couple of years ago. And then, you know, like three years ago, maybe. And then a couple of years ago, a little. But this year, yeah, what that, isn't that what, that's what jumped out to me when Love played was how, how much faster Love looked breaking out of the pocket than Rodgers did. I know that Rodgers has stated in the past that, you know, the one thing that he wanted to concentrate on was his legs, you know. And what I said was, is to me, it just looked like he didn't work out a lot this offseason. That's why I kind of think that, if I'm a betting man, I'll I'll take one more bet on Aaron Rodgers to come back and say, yeah, I think he can still get it done because I think he comes back with his legs this year. So that would be maybe my my if I'm going to be you know going to Vegas and throwing some money down on Aaron Rodgers. That's the reason I kind of feel like maybe he could be that guy. But I agree with you. I thought his legs looked slow. I thought he looked a step slow. And when you lose your legs, we all know you're done. Yeah, and he'll be. Uh... I think he would be especially hugely motivated if he ends up going somewhere else. Um, so that, you know, I think that would, like he'd want to show everybody and show the, if the Packers give him hints that they don't want him back or tell him they want to move on, then he'll, he'll be really hugely motivated. But there's still a difference between, you know, 40 going on 41 Aaron Rodgers and 37 going on 38 Aaron Rodgers. I mean, those are, yeah, the guys change a lot in that time mm-hmm, physically. Right. Um, but I, I agree with you. I mean, he could, he still might have a really outstanding year left in him. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. Um, real quick before I let you go. So, uh, you know, we're all going to sit here and wait for him to come out and emerge. Uh, I said probably, if not late next week, then I kind of marked the 28th. I, I said, you know, that's going to be his next appearance on McAfee. So I would probably say between that point in time, he's going to let the Packers know. That way, when it comes out, he'll discuss it on the McAfee show. That way, it's just before you get into the month of March and get into a new league year. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Is that the timeline you're kind of kind of picturing? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I'm thinking. Sometime in the next two weeks, and it could be even sooner. You know, it could be late next week. Um, I, I have to think. He has a pretty. He had a, He know. He knew what he was going to do either way. And I. I still am of the opinion. The only thing out of all this that would just blow me away would be if he retired. I mean, 
who walks so who would walk away from fifty nine million dollars guaranteed? I mean, that's just right. a ludicrous amount of money. And I think it is, and I've heard this uh, just recently. Like I was, I speculated on this for a while, and heard recently from someone who would uh, have a pretty good feel for this that he wants to get into sports ownership. You know, when he's done playing, and you need capital for that. And where else could he make, you know, sixty million dollars in seven months' work? So, right. um, I'd be stunned if he didn't play. And yeah, I agree with you. I think it'll be sometime in the next couple of weeks. I think the league year starts like it's March eighteenth, something like that. And so the Packers need lead time up to that to uh, uh, sign guys and decide what they're going to do personnel and you know the, if they if he's going to be traded to work out the trade and all that stuff. I. I'm I'm pretty much on the money with uh, with you with uh, with that timeline. Uh, real quick before I let you go, there are other things in Packers world to to note. We're talking with Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette. So, give me your thoughts on the rest of this team because uh, I've said all along I think you can upgrade or should upgrade at the tight end position. Uh, you got to cut some of the dead wood. I think you're going to need some additional defensive front depth, maybe another offensive lineman if you're going to go for a right tackle. Uh, but give me your thoughts on priorities this off season that the Packers are going to face. Yeah, just a little teaser, uh, you know, so I'm working on a column that will probably run early next week. So I looked really hard at the cap stuff, and, you know, Ken Engels is a guy on Twitter who uh, he's he's this independent cap analyst, and he's mm-hmm. got all all this stuff worked out. Man, they you know, they do a max restructure on everybody who they can. If you look at all the costs that they're going to have by the time that they do final cuts and what their cap will be, for the opener in next September, they don't have a ton of cap room to work with. I mean, if they keep, if they, if they trade Rogers, that keeps $9 million more on the cap. We're talking, they might only have like, you know, 10 or $11 million of cap room. And even if he stays, it's still only around getting close to about 20. So it's not like they're swimming in cap room mm-hmm. um, for, for signing guys. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're, they will, I, I think time's gone, um, you know, Mercedes Lewis, I got to believe he's gone. Cobb, I got to believe he's gone. Uh, they're going to need a, a good draft is, is going to be the big thing. And then it all depends on Rogers. That gives them $9 million extra. If he, if they bring him back, then they'll have a little extra money to spend on guys. Good stuff as always, Pete. We'll keep reading it. I appreciate it. And we'll talk again soon. Okay. Sounds good, Bill. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Enjoy it. There you go. That's Pete Doherty of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us in a weekend without football. You take off a little bit and you kind of wait, as we all do, just to see what's going to happen next. But, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, like he said, if if he comes back, you get a little more cap space. If if you trade him away, then it's kind of starting things over. Uh, What are you going to do? You know, what what is your thought? Uh, Do you you want him back? Do you not want him back? Are the Packers just going to leave it up to him? You know, but, you know, like he said, there's some areas that you're going to need help. And we've talked about tight end. We've talked about defensive front, probably some depth at the offensive line. You're not terribly I, – I just don't believe you're terribly far away. Maybe I'm looking at this too optimistically. I don't think you're terribly far away, but I think that you still – you got some work to do, and it's it's going to depend on what happens salary cap-wise. But I, I'll say this, that I believe unless there's something else that happens here, I believe this would be it. If Rodgers comes back, this is it. This would be the uh, the proverbial swan song. So, um, 
So yeah, that's that's kind of where my thought is. Otherwise, you know what? If you start over, you start over, and and then I guess uh, you know hope is all you have until you see something different. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Our friends over at New Mel Medical, I uh, I received the basically the weight loss in a box, and it's uh, it's intriguing. I have not sat down and read all of it yet. I plan on doing it this weekend and then starting things on um, on Monday. But, but I have been following the old plan. And uh, I just before I went on, uh, went out to Arizona, I started it and I've been, you know, kind of following everything. Even like last night, we went out to eat a little bit last night, had a caprese salad, which I love and uh, an Italian sausage and, you know, kept the carbs kind of low and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm down over and even going through all the dinners and stuff that we did out in Arizona, down eight pounds in the last two weeks. Feel great. Feel really good. Now, it's, there's some self-discipline that goes along with it. Don't get me wrong. But I feel really good. So uh, I'm telling you, if you just follow it, it works. It really does work. All you got to do is follow it. So uh, anyway, that being said, uh, check out our friends at New Mail Medical. New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. Give them a shout. Again, 414-455-4451. And if you have ED, low T, they can help you out with any of it. Just give them a call. But you can't do anything if you don't call. Just pick up the phone, 414-455-4451. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.